What up, what up, what up? What's going on? Welcome back to another edition of the Bad Podcast. Broadcasting live in the Eager to Run Club. If you're not in the Eager to Run Club, what are you even doing? It's a free run club that we have. We're broadcasting live. You're watching now live. Make sure you tag somebody. So, Brad, my friend, what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about the ability to adapt and never quit. So, winners never quit. Quitters never win. It's my favorite all-time quote. It went into the 2006 Casadega Valley yearbook as my favorite quote. So, let's talk about it. <laughs> winners never quit. Quitters never win. All right, man. Let's get it. Hey, good job, guys. Good job. Mental battles. Mental battles. what it look like what it be like what it do back in here another edition of the bad podcast brad and Dwayne. brad man we in here again brother and we are super excited to bring you another amazing guest man and uh I, i'm not gonna waste any time because we want to get right into it b i'm gonna throw it to you my friend yes sir this is this is scott this is a friend of mine he is the creator of the run buddy app very excited to have you on here scott can you take a second to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself how's it going everybody i'm scott sutter i'm one of the co-creators of the run buddy app and we live up here in connecticut we're based in worcester massachusetts and it's snowing outside right now. So <laughs> the Bills won last night, so everyone's real happy around here. <laughs> hey, so you're you're the creator of the Run Buddy app, and and for somebody that may be watching this podcast on Monday when we drop it live, they may not know anything about the Run Buddy app. Now we're doing something really exciting with the the Eager to Run Club, and we're doing a world record attempt. And a part of that world record attempt, uh, everybody that signs up for one of our top tier packages, they get the Run Buddy app for free involved with that package for three months. They get it for free, but but let's back up a little bit. Let's talk about what the Run Buddy app. What is the Run Buddy app? Why did you create it? Tell us a little bit about it. The Run Buddy app, it's a safety app built for runners and riders. And what it does is it keeps the user connected to their loved one while they're out on their journey, right? So while they're out on their activity. Uh, it sends out an alert when they start, when they finish, their buddy that they select, they can select it to five buddies. They get to watch them in real time on their phone. If they start moving too quickly, maybe they've been abducted, an alert goes out. If they start stop moving for too long, an alert goes out. Uh, if their phone is smashed and it loses contact with the server, an alert goes out. And there's also a manual panic button that if you need attention right away and discreetly, you just tap that button and someone will get in touch with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you you look at the the run world in general. A lot of a lot of E two M and a lot of uh, eager to run. The demographic is like ninety percent women, and that, that's kind of how the run world is in general. It's 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 heavy to the women's side of things, and um, so I know there's a I know I know the story behind the Run Buddy app. Um, can you elaborate a little bit on um, one of the the main reasons that you created the app? Uh the main reason was, and it's not just me, and I appreciate you saying I'm the creator. Yeah, I am yeah, not yeah, the, yeah, yep. I am a co-creator <laughs> co in, <laughs> in, the, in the Run Buddy app. Uh, I have two partners. One of them is my wife, Ruthie, who came up with the idea. And the other is Kelly Heron, who we could talk about. In a, uh, she's got a, 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 she was unfortunately made famous because she was attacked 
during a run uh, in a public bathroom in the middle of the day. Uh, and so she has been a, a wonderful um, proponent run buddy and it, she validates the reason why we exist. Mm -hmm. uh, Ruthie came up with it uh, one day after a run and she came back home really energized and she's like, run buddy. And I'm like, what's that? And she said, this is an app that <laughs> all those things that we just talked about keeps you connected. And I was like, there's gotta be something that exists, right? Uh, we were using one app at the time that just allowed me to see her where she was on the face of the planet at any given moment. But I would have to watch her on that phone mm -hmm. while she ran in the forest all by herself. Right. <laughs> and that there was some concern there because, you know, you know, you never know what you're going to run into. There could be a weird person. There could be wildlife. So she came back in and she's like, no, we need an app that alerts, that advocates for you. And I said, that's a great idea. We looked at the balance of the marketplace and nothing existed that did that. There were apps that came close that had a, a countdown watch, you know, or something like that, that did some of those things, or there's different technology that might do one thing, but not all of the others. So we said, why don't we, why don't we do this? Uh, we didn't, it, it pains us that we have to exist because these awful things happen. Attacks happen, hit and runs happen. Uh, heart attacks happen, right? So we we felt so compelled to do it um, because we are big runners. Ruthie and I are big runners. Uh, I, I ran in college. I've run my entire life. And uh, shortly after school, I began race directing as a hobby. Uh, I, one day I raised my hand to help the local race. And next thing you know, I'm running the whole thing. And that meant that, Hey, maybe I should learn how to time a race. So I bought all of this RFID technology and self-taught myself how to time races. And next thing you know, I'm timing races all over <laughs> races all over the country, not the country. I shouldn't say it all over New England. And um, it brought me great joy because I was creating these opportunities for the running community wow. to do what they love safely. And as a group, right. And what we found out was I can only help so many people, Ruthie and I and Kelly, we can only help so many people uh, on that Saturday yeah. in little tiny Summers, Connecticut, or, you know, where in Hartford, where, you know, we have a limit of, you know, 300 people or 100 people that could participate. We wanted to protect more people. We wanted to give more people, an unlimited amount of people, an opportunity to be safe during their activity that they love, that gave them joy, that gave them balance. Right. And that's, that's where run buddy came from. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love this. Um, you know, my wife at one point in her life was a runner no longer, man. She's kind of like halfway retired. She's thinking about jumping back in on the, the marathon boy, but we'll Excellent. see <laughs> that time will come. But um, one of the main reasons she doesn't run is because of that safety component. You know, she does not yeah. feel safe going for a run. And, and how many people like, I mean, if you're training for a half marathon or a full marathon and you're not getting on the road, what are you doing? You're training on a treadmill and who wants to be on a treadmill for an hour and a half, two hours, three hours? Like, yeah, no, nobody, yeah. <laughs> nobody. Right. And it, 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 uh, it saddens me because the fact that she does not feel safe out on the road. Now is yeah. the run buddy, the end all be all. No, 
but it gives you, it provides an opportunity to get back on the road and have some sort of safety device that says, Hey, you know, something's happened. I push a button, boom, then my five buddies are alerted. Like that's, that's, that's a huge component to, uh, to being safe out on the road. And, and last year, so just to tie into the world record of last year. So we uh, did the world record attempt last year in literally one week prior to our world record attempt last year in my hometown, a woman was out on the road. Car pulled up abruptly, uh, cut her off. Two guys jumped out of the back, grabbed a hold of her. Luckily, another vehicle came up and, and they got back in and, and scampered off and all that. But, you know, it just it it uh, it really frustrates me that, like you said, it really frustrates me that this is an issue. You know, I, I can't send my wife out for a run because if I'm tracking her on the GPS on my cell phone, what is that? A, a one minute lag? Like a w- one minute makes a huge difference. But if you can right. hit that button, or if or if something abruptly happens, like you said, like that that uh, that that ping drives away too fast, or it stops, or you know you hit the alert button, like it's real time. I know right here, right now. And and what a huge thing that we can tie into the world record because you know our big push is eager to run together and, and uniting the world through movement. Now, not everybody has the same chance to hook up with a with a, one of our regional groups. Maybe they're in Kansas. Maybe they're in Montana where there's not a huge E2M following, not a huge eager to run following. You're talking about uniting the world uh, through safety. We're talking about uniting the world through movement. Same, same exact concept, essentially. Um, but, man, we just uh, – yeah, the masses. The masses is, is, are the people that we want to impact on a, on a bigger level. And that's one of the reasons why we priced it at $9.99 a year. Yeah. And you don't need anything special to use no fancy watch, no fancy phone. You just have to have a smartphone and $9.99 a year. We wanted to sell it for $5 a year, but it just based on the math, like that was the $9.99 was the least we could sell it for. And the reason why is we want everyone to be able to afford it, right? We we don't want just a, a, a certain portion of the population. We want everyone I feel like democratize is an overused term, but like we wanted to democratize the use of run bike to be, and safety, right? And at the end of the day, we, I mean, we want you to use run bike because we think it's the best, but at the end of the day, we want people being safe. So if they have an app that works for them, great. If they're just telling their roommate, their friend, their spouse that, hey, I'm going on a run, I'll be back in an hour and this is where I'm going, then that, that's a step in a right direction that we want people to be safety-minded, right? Even if they think that nothing will happen to them, their loved ones are concerned about that. Yep. So have that talk and just mm-hmm. and be prepared for it. Yeah. yeah. So, Scott, I'm going to jump in here, B. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, um, here, here's what I want to hear. Uh, and, you know, a lot of times when you develop a product, um, you know, uh, all you see or, you know, especially as the owner of the product or the bad reviews or things like that, you know, it's not working, it didn't load. But I want to hear of any, if someone's reached out and said, hey, this saved my life or this helped me, like, is there a situation where someone reached out to you guys to to just kind of, you know, give you that that praise? And I want to give you an opportunity to talk about that, man, because we, we see and hear bad reviews all the time, man. So I, I want to hear, hear something, something good. Yeah. We, we have, we haven't received that. And we, we know it's coming where you Mm -hmm. saved my life. Right. Or there's going to be, uh, Hey, you helped us find my loved one faster. Right. 
we know that's coming. That's unfortunate. And that it almost breaks up. We don't want to hear it. We don't want that. Comp- we don't want to receive that email, but it's, we know it's coming. Cause right. Cause we signed up for it. Like we, this is, this is what we signed up for. We regularly receive that note saying, Hey Scott, Hey Ruthie, Hey Kelly, Rumbody allows me to do this, right? I feel safer, right? Or it's allowing for a conversation. So we do get those emails and they do help us a lot because this is, you know, it's, this is a passion project and it, um, passion projects are fueled by that type of input, right? The stuff that fills your heart. Um, so yeah, we, we have received a few of those and it's, um, it, it makes, it makes when our, when your feet hit the floor in the morning, it helps you get going. Yeah. Well, like you said, man, hopefully that time never comes because, you know, yeah. you just, wh- wh- whether you, you find yourself in a safe position and, and the, the app saves your life or not, um, you know, you just never really want to hear that. And so hopefully and that, I'm, it, it's probably coming because this is, I mean, yeah. the world's a funny place. We'll say that the world's a funny place. And, you know, even I, I'm six foot three, two ten. like I'm a, I'm a pretty big guy, you know, and, and when I, <laughs> I want to be go, that big one day, <laughs> I, I want that. <laughs> um, Man, when, you know, and I, I still train from time to time for, for half marathons. I did an Ironman a couple of years ago. I'm, I'm always on the road training for something. And, you know, being a being a male, being six foot three, like not too many people are going to stop me on the side of the road and say, hey, yep. get in the back of my car. But every yep. single time I hit the road, my wife tells me, hey, would you please tell me where you're going? Would you tell me, mm-hmm. would you please be safe? You know, those types of things. And I tell her the route that I'm going. And I try to always stay true to that route because, you know, if I get on one of those trails, uh, a back road, you know, there is there, man, in the back of your mind, you're always thinking, man, is, is somebody going to pop out of the weeds? Is somebody going to pop out of the alley? Like in the back of your mind, you're always thinking it. I I'm a big guy. I can probably defend myself against most people. A grizzly bear comes out of the woods. Hey man, if I hit that button, you know, I'm getting a little bit off track, but hey, maybe listen, everybody that's listening can understand. Right, listen, if, if you see a, me and a grizzly bear fighting, you better check on the grizzly bear. <laughs> <laughs> you should see the other guy. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that just that just speaks yeah. to um, our gosh, like, our privilege as men, right? We never have to yeah. worry about. I've right, never walked right. into a a dark parking lot worried about my sure. safety. Right. Um, I'll tell you a short story. I was on the track. This is a bunch of years ago and it was starting to get dusky and I was just doing an interval workout, you know, and there was a young lady on the track doing the same thing. And there was an older couple that was walking on the track and it was starting to get dusk, dusk and the older couple left and that young woman left too. She was not done with her workout, mm-hmm. but she did the right thing. She didn't know who I was, but at the same time, it broke my heart. That was the first time I realized Mm-hmm. what women have to deal with yep. while they're on their own, not just while they're running, but just out in the world. Right. Yep. So I went home and I told Ruthie about it. And she's like, yeah, dummy. Like this is what <laughs> we have to think about all the time. And it blew yep. me away. Um, and with run, with run buddy, it's allowed us to have conversations with other groups that are advocating for runners, like the Vanessa Marcotte foundation, uh, Unfortunately, it's named after a young woman that motivated us to build Run Buddy. She was she was murdered while she was out, and they've done a fantastic job of promoting runner safety 
and they help with, they, they fund and host self-defense classes. And even potentially more importantly, uh, they, they have classes where they teach very young women and very young men, like, hey, this is, this is maybe how you do act. This is maybe how you don't act, right? This is what other women, this is what women feel, right? So, you know, be cognizant of that. So it's, it's uh, introduced us to some really interesting personalities that, uh, that are trying to do the same thing as us. And we're, we're doing a nice job of concerning ourselves. Yeah. Well, it's all about caring about people. And, and uh, previously yeah. to getting on the screen, we had a nice little conversation with the, with the big guy, the big dog, our boss, Jeff. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it's, it's something that's similar across the board for your company, for our company, and, and all of our beliefs is, is just caring about people and, and keeping people safe. Yeah. And, you know, my yeah. wife always says, it must be nice to be six foot three. It must be nice to be a guy. And like, it's so hard to create that relativity. Like, we just will never understand, you know, we'll never understand as much as right. we try to understand. We, we just won't, right. Um, right. but we can absolutely promote this. We can absolutely push this and, and, and really put on the forefront safety. Like that's, that's the big thing that we're talking about today is safety. Let's keep everybody safe. The masses safe. And uh, that's what the run buddy app does. That's what eager to run does is we're just trying to keep everybody right. safe and out of harm's way. And one of the best tips that I received from Kelly, uh, who she said the best thing that you can do is be a good friend while you're out running. So as men, we do have that ability to be like, yeah, we're not so worried about other people, but women do. Right. So while you're out running and you might see a guy that you passed and you might, why well, didn't, maybe he didn't look like he totally belonged. Maybe as you see that individual female runner pass, be like, mm -hmm. Hey, there's a guy down there. Just, you know, so you're not surprised. He was kind of in a place and you know what? I've done it a couple times and I've never been, I've never received anything, but like, Oh, thank you so much. Yep. Right. Yep. So it's yep. uh, if there's one tip that if, if the guys that are watching, here's a great way to be a good advocate uh, for anybody. Like you see something weird, communicate that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think another tip, I'm not a runner. So uh, if, it, if it doesn't apply, please. Uh, what? <laughs> you fooled me, man. Look at you. I, I, I had you. All right. Okay. But, but no, no, I, cause, cause I, my wife remind me of this and I find myself like, you know, my facial expression, you know, making sure that I, I, you know, I look pleasant when, when I'm, I mean, you know, if I'm running <laughs> smiling, you know, like, you know, and, and my dad always say, you know, speak to everybody, you know, nod your head. I mean, y'all from up North, so y'all different, y'all weird, but it's okay. <laughs> we, we pass somebody, we speak to them. So I just see that as an, also a way to show, Yes. You know, female runners that, you know, I'm not a threat, but, you know, I'm yep. out here trying to trying to enjoy myself as well. Yep. Exactly. Hey, I, I think this podcast is going to hit home for a lot of people. Um, you know, just just that that state of mind of being present and, and being aware of what's going on around you at all times. Uh, I think this is a really good one. And uh, Scott, I just I can't appreciate you enough uh, being on the show today. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Like, this is a wonderful opportunity. I love what we're doing together. Yeah. Uh, and this is, it's a fantastic mission and I'm glad we found each other. So thank you. Yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. So Scott, we're going to transition in the show. We warned you at the beginning <laughs> where we're going. So uh, you, you got a, you got a little bit more time than most, man. We're going to get into the segment of the show we call, did you know, or do you know? I'm going to play a quick video. Make sure you got it ready, but here's a quick video. Do you know? All right. <laughs> so, 
Uh, for those that don't know, man, because we do have a lot of new listeners, Brad, uh, the Do You Know Did You Know moment came from our, our boss, man. He uh, used to quote the gingerbread man on his lives. He was like, do you know? And so <laughs> we kind of coined that phrase and made it a whole segment in the bad podcast, man. And so the Do You Know Did You Know moment, Scott, it's on you, man. Let us know something that most people wouldn't know or nobody knows. This is a big one. All right. Uh, I was I was paralyzed for a few years of my life from the waist oh. down. Wow. So um, I'll give we you need a more. Little... Elaborate. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, <laughs> I told you I had a good one. And, I, it's, and it's, it's, yeah, I had a nuclear one. Uh, it's a story I don't often share, um, but I'll share it with you and your audience. The, I was, um, there's a thing called Guillain-Barre syndrome, destroys the nerves in your bodies. It travels up and down your spinal cord. And uh, it was in the early 80s that it occurred. I was in the fifth grade. Mm. And um, yeah, one day I just couldn't run anymore. And I couldn't put my shoes on by myself. And it slowly progressed, slowly progressed. Uh, I had a paper route at the time. And I couldn't, I would run from door to door to door. And I'd have all the things, but I was walking. And I just couldn't, I was like, what, what's happening? And next thing you know, uh, I couldn't even stand. I couldn't like, it was the funniest thing looking at my feet and saying work and they just wouldn't. Hmm. Uh, so by the time we got to my doctor, my pediatrician, he said, you know, it's one of two things and I think it's Guillain-Barre syndrome. So that started a very long journey where um, I, you know, it took a long time to recover the last day of my intravenous uh, um, treatment was my first day of my freshman year of high school. Oh wow! And I didn't want anyone to know that I was sick. I had been sick. Now there were kids from my old school that were there that, you know, didn't know my. I think it freezes up on your side. Yeah. yeah. I think it froze up, Scott. Didn't it's going to catch up. Here we go. You're good. You're back now. Go ahead. I, I, I just didn't want any of the kids to find out, you know. So I, I was, uh, I had, I wore long sleeves that day, and I covered my my IV. Would you know I was the only freshman to make a varsity letter and track that year? Wow. Uh, the next year, I didn't, uh, you know, and then it went on from there, and I did really well in high school, and I walked onto the team. That's how Jeff Witherspoon and I met. <laughs> uh, I walked onto the track team at uh, at the Citadel and ended up, you know, being recognized by our coach. And um, I, I broke a few. Uh, I have one school record still, and um, I have a few other top five performances. So it went from that to there. I didn't get my my reflexes back until my sophomore year uh, in college. So it was uh, it taught me a lot, and I could speak from different perspectives. I can talk about religion, the power of prayer. I can talk about listening to old people because when you don't move, there's, there's a lot of old people around you, right? That's what I found. And they were so wise in, and I figured out it was, it, what a great way to learn is through other people's experiences and their mistakes too, right? So they were like, oh, they'd see me a young kid and they'd be like, oh, you're going to be fine. And, Oh, I wish I was your age. And this is that. And I said, well, tell me why, what would you do? Right. What would you do differently? And you get these wonderful stories. Um, so anyway, I, I could, and, and perseverance for sure. Right. So 
when, and especially if you want something like I wanted to get better. So you get better. You do what you have to do to do what you need to, to get better. Uh, and we do that in business. We do that in our personal lives. And it has given me incredible insight in how to just not quit. Right. Or quit the right things. You got to quit things, yeah. quit the right things. That's good. So, yep. you, uh, so anyway, that's, uh, that's, how was that one? Was that one good? That was really yeah, weird. Right. Like, <laughs> like it was a great one, and then it had like its own lessons, and like we almost went into a whole nother podcast. Like that was <laughs> <laughs> well, to be continued. Happy to oblige, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, man. No, Scott, man, we appreciate you, brother, coming on and sharing. Uh, well, first of all, just the information, and uh, we're excited about the partnership with you guys and and, and what's to come, and Likewise. and then just uh, sharing, you know, sharing your story, man. That that speaks volumes. Uh, at E2M, um, I think this drops on week four, Brad. So a lot of our uh, clients are uh, in that week four transitional week, trying to figure out if this is something they want to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, just hear from Scott, man. Quit, quit the right things, and not, and don't quit the good things, man. I, I think that that is perfect for week four. What'd you think, B? As we close out, hey baby, perseverance. Winners never quit. Quitters never win. Go Bulldogs! Yeah. yeah All right, buddy. y'all. God Go bless you next time. We out of here.